Sichas are on Chavdalet. So let's learn. Let's learn. We're going to uh, try to understand what Rabbi Nachman is teaching us. There's one right there. They're on the chair. Oh, I took one tonight. Usually I don't take. Okay, here we go. Chavdalet. Siyat HaDashmaya. By now you're already uh, Bikiyam, experts in Rabbi Nachman, so you'll be able to help me out. There's a great Mila, it's a great merit to be Zoche, to give money to a Tzadik to provide for him financially. It's a big Zuchus. It is very, very, very precious, very special. That's the Tachas of the whole piece. That's the Iker Eitzah. Rabbi Nachman, as, as many have learned, the Kutim he very often starts with a with an avoda, with a, with a certain eitzah, and then he goes on for pages and pages explaining what that how did how did I get to that eitzah? So he, a lot of times he starts at the end, and then he works his way. <clears throat> how did he get there? So the end is it's a big schus to give money to a tzaddik emes. So if you if you ever meet a tzaddik emes or big tzaddik. Take out your wallet and give him some money. Lamasha. So he brings a Lamasha to explain. Ben shenesrachek me'aviv v'haben yesh logagum gedola me'olav. You have a son who's been dis- who's gone away from his father, whatever, for whatever, not a bad reason, like sometimes you learn. They became far away. And the son has gaguim, very deep, a very deep yearning. He's in pain for his father. He wants to see his father again. And the father also has gagum. He yearns for his son. It took some time, but the father decided, I'm going to travel towards my son. And at the same time, the son decided, I have to see my father. I need to be reunited with him. And they both travel to meet each other. And the closer they get to each other, the yearning grows. The deep desire to be reunited grows. And they continue to travel towards each other. The father to the son, and the son to the father, traveling closer. Until they got so close that there's only two parsos, two miles. We'll just say, for example, there's two miles that separate them. And the father understands his, his yearning for his son. If he allows this, if these gagum to continue getting stronger. It's almost hard to imagine this because this is a, a very emotional state and we should never be so far from our children or parents or that we should have such feelings. And it's hard to have such feelings, but if you've ever experienced Gaguim, Rabbi Nachman is saying they, they get very, very strong as you get closer. There's, a, there's very deep excitement. If you allow the yearning to Run its course, says Rabbi Nachman. Lo yelo koach lizbol ora gagum shall elosh de parsos. The father would not be able to make it. He would be so excited, his yearning would be so great, it would pain him in a certain way. He wouldn't be able to continue if he allowed the gagum to just continue on their course. 
the son, the same thought. He can't anymore endure these gaguim. He can't, he can't do it. It's like a funny thing. You'd think, if you're so close, go the last mile. You could make it. But somehow, and if someone could explain it a little bit better, um, we're all willing to hear, the gaguim are so strong, they don't even think they can, they can go. They be, they're going to become frozen with this yearning. Say it's like meeting a hot dog, meeting a celebrity who you're passionate about. Okay. And you get so excited, you're speechless when you meet them, you almost can't do anything, you're frozen. So here, we're not even getting there yet. So you're saying even, even... Yeah, well this is the, before the actual joining. The, the thought of the, of the actual re- reunification is, is... Yeah, it's greater, it's much greater. But you're, but you're, you're, you're frozen, you can't move. Okay, we should, again, we should be Zohar, maybe, maybe not to experience such a thing. The son feels that if he allows his gagum to continue growing, he actually might die from this, this excitement, this, this, this yearning. He might actually die. And so he decides, I have to throw my gagum away. I, I cannot make it. I can't go that last mile, I'll die. So he says, I have to just throw it away. I have, to, I have to go do something else. I have to let it leave my mind. He was ready to drop the whole thing. He's waiting years to see his father, but he doesn't think he can make it. So he's ready to push it away. As he's cheshbening whether he should give up going or not, somebody comes with a wagon, what's chotaf? Snatches him. Like this Lashem by the Afikomen. They chop the Afikomen. Chotav Ben, he grabs the son. They reveal the Ov of Bimir's Godel. He doesn't give the son a chance to think. He just grabs the son and goes the last two miles and drops him in front of the father. How awesome is the delight, the pleasure that this driver of the wagon provided for the son of the father that he had quickly got the son to the father, and the son didn't stop his journey. Shailahem gagum kelim, because of these gagum. This is the, the marshal. V'chein atzadik, says Rabbi Nachman, shu ben l'asham izbarach, atzadik is like a son to a Kaddish Baruch. Now we are all children to a Kaddish Baruch. So there's something he means here, that the, that the tzadik is, is a ben, and I guess in a more special way, to the to the father, to Kadosh Baruch Hu, umachmas mosach hamavdil because there's a mesach hamavdil, there's a partition, there's something hamechitza, nisrachik me'aviv yisbarach. The tzaddik is distant from a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Now you can't say it's a sin. Even right, we're not going. That's not that's not probably not what he means over here, right? Very often that lashon is when a person sins, you make a mechitza between you and Shemayim, between you and a Kadosh Baruch Hu. But I don't think this Rabbi Nachman means over here. And the tzaddik has great yearning to be close to Kodesh Baruch I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's great gagum that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has, the father for his son, the tzaddik. And the tzaddik also has great gagum. To return and become close to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, right? So, it's a father and a son, a Kodesh Baruch Hu and, and a tzaddik. 
And they start coming closer to each other. Until they get to a point where they're very close. They're very close, like before Tishtay Parsos. There's a little bit of distance between them. Now, what's the, dis- what, what to see? What's the distance between you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu? It's not like the father and son. It's not a physical distance. So we have to, we have to, I don't have all the answers right now. But everything has to be explained. What is the distance? What, what makes someone far from a Kodesh Baruch Hu or close? Physical? What if I'm, if I'm by the Kodesh Baruch I'm close. And if I'm in New York, I'm far? far? No. Emotional. And emotional. Do you feel close? Do you not feel close? Whose choice is that? Yours. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And it's Sadiq, he, he, he feels that he, these gagum are so strong, but he's so close, but so far, he can't handle it anymore. He says, I'm giving up on this, on this program. I can't get that at last mile. And the gagum I have to be with the Boreolum, and I'm not there, it's, it's, it's just too painful. And he's ready to throw off that whole journey. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, we're okay. Kaddish Baruch Hu himself says, is this my only Asek? Is this person my only Asek? I have worlds that I have to deal with. I have many things to deal with. And the Tzadik is saying to himself, Do I only have this? He says, Do I only have in my life, in my Yiddishkeit, these Gagum to be close to Kaddish Baruch Hu? There's many other mitzvahs that I can do to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu. I have so many mitzvahs to do. And this mitzvah, what, what's this mitzvah? Tveikis. Right? That seems to be what, what it, just being close to Kaddish Baruch but this Devekis, I want it so bad, but I can't get there. So maybe it's better if I just deal with the tzitzis. I just put my kavan into the tefillin. I spend a little extra money on my, you know, my Shabbos food. And that's it. That's how I get to Kodesh Baruch Maybe it's better, because otherwise it's very painful. This is a very deep, deep madrigas of Vodos Hashem. We're talking about a tzaddik here. And that, doesn't, that does not disclude, exclude, sorry. It does not exclude anybody. When Rabbi Nachman speaks about a tzaddik, everybody, there are actual legitimate tzaddikim who are all the time tzaddikim. And then there's clever like us, want to be tzaddikim. We have inside of us, everybody has inside of themselves a tzaddik. Right? The midas yesod, right? The sphere of the yesod. That's the koch of the tzaddik within. The koch of yesod is what? I mean, Rabbi's only talking about it for like eight years now. Hiskashras. Right? And so does his kashas, to connect. So when a person wants to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that is the tzaddik inside of him. Whether he connects to Kaddish Baruch Hu through mitzvahs, right? A person's about to put on tefillin. He says, Hashem Yichu Kuchu Baruch Kaddish Baruch Hu, I want to be davok to you with this tefillin. V'davkenu b'mitzvah V'davkenu You become davok through the mitzvahs. And then there's the higher madriga. What's the high madriga? Ubo Sidbak, says the Torah. There's a mitzvah da'araisa called Ubo Sidbak, to be davok to Kaddish Baruch That's straight. Chazal learn, 
It means being davik to a tamachacham who's davik to a kaddish baruch because it's too it's too high to go straight to a kaddish baruch But for those who learn sefer chasidus, those who work on his baidus and his baidinus, there's a way to go right to a kaddish baruch No physical mitzvah, just straight. When a person, if a person is zocha and he works hard and he sits by himself in his boninus, in deep contemplation about the Bariolam, the creator of the world. If a person sits in his boidudus, he sits by himself, and he starts, as Rabbi Nachman says, he starts to speak straight to Kaddish Baruch type of tefillah, straight. Not using a sitter, straight. That's the high level of the Vegas, the book. So that high level of the Vegas comes with hopes and expectations that there will be a palpable, an emotional sense that you can feel that you're with the Kaddish Baruch. I mean, when I have the tefillin, the ikr of the tefillin is the box. I put it on, I say the bracha. If I did that, I'm Yod design. Of course, there's the neshama of the mitzvah, the dveikis to Kaddish Baruch through the mitzvah, the box. But if I just do the box, okay, I did the box, Yod say. But if a person sits in his boidudus, in his bonanus, and he starts to talk to a Kaddish Baruch, and he gets nothing, he's feeling nothing, he feels like he's wasting his time. There's no Maisa Mitzvah that you're connecting to. At least by the boxes, the tefillin, I did the Mitzvah, as Yotzeh Zayn. Okay, good, Baruch Hashem, as Yotzeh, can move on. But when a person is, is yearning for a Kaddish Baruch, and he's just not getting there, it's very easy to just say, okay, I'm done. Let me just do the Maisa Mitzvah. At least let me just do the Maisa Mitzvah. So we all have that Sitkas inside of us, the potential. But it's not like somebody who tries and tries and fails and tries and trails and tries. As the Pasuk says, Shiva, Yipol, HaTzadik, Vikam. HaTzadik falls seven times but gets back up. HaTzadik is somebody who does not give up. Because the tzaddik lives with the with the with the level of emes. What's emes? Emes is means a lot of things. Emes is when there's something that is so true you will not give up on it. Right? When the kid says, "I want to," you know, "I want this toy," you say no. He says, "I really want it." You say no. How much is the kid gonna push? Let's wait a week. Let's see. You still want it, or you're on to the next thing. If you're on to the next thing, then you didn't really want it with an emes. An emes is something you will not give up on. If a person finds the Baryol, wants to connect, and he, and, he, and he gets to the emes, he will not be able to give up on it. He will continue going, continue going, continue going. Shavi Yipol Tzadik become. So this Tzadik, though, he's getting, it's, but it's not easy. It's not an easy Madrega to go into that world of the unknown, into the eye, and into the Ain Sof, and not get back so he says, I go back to my tefillin, go back to my learning, go back to my davening, my regular, you know, three times a day. He says, I'm done. I got to throw this gagum out. Let me just go back to the basics. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do tefillin besimcha. You know, I'll dine with, with a clapping and a dancing. That I'll do. But these deep gagum, just straight for pure elukus. I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm done. Besokach, what happens... Ba'ish Yisraeli, a Jew comes. Ba'ish Yisraeli echad im agola, he comes with a wagon. Right? What was the ma'isa before the marshal? 
guy came with a wagon and grabbed, chopped the ben, and brought him right to the father quickly so he wouldn't give up his gagum. Okay? So what's the nimshal? Or it's like another marshal, I guess. So this person comes with a wagon. Vehevi lahat tzaddik parnasa. He brings money to the tzaddik. Let's learn a pashit. He brings pashit parnasa, money like we said before. It's a big zach to give money to the tzaddik emes. So he gives parnasa to the tzaddik. kirvu And through that money that this person gave to the tzaddik, he's able to come close to a Kaddish Baruch What's going on over here? And explains. Kitzad, the Pasuk says, Kitzadik ochel When a tzaddik eats, he eats to satisfy his soul. It's a different type of eating. We eat, we come, we, we get satisfied, and we thank a Kodesh Baruch for it. But we eat to fill up our bellies. A tzaddik eats lasova nafsho, to fill up his nefesh, his soul. Right? What is it? People who learned with Rabbi Biyam Kecha, he talks about this. That when a person's hungry, what does it mean a person's hungry? Bam is hungry. Not like I ate three hours ago and I just want another good yummy thing. But the person's bam is hungry. There's a chisarin that my goof starts to feel a little chalisha, there's still a little weakness. That's a Kaddish Baruch saying, come close to me. That's what true hunger is. True hunger is that a Kaddish Baruch is calling to you, Come back to me. So how do you come back to him? By eating his food that has nitsotsos, elokus in the food. I have to have these kavanas a little bit. And you reconnect to Kodesh Baruch those, through those nitsotsos. You're not eating to fill your belly. You're eating because you can connect to Kodesh Baruch Also your belly will be filled. So when a tzaddik eats, he eats the nafshu. He needs to eat though. Lamaisa, physically he does need to eat. <clears throat> this is the Bechina. Now, this is, this is a hard passage to, to translate because Tzachtzachos, there's two different ways. The Pashup shot is that it means that Hashem satiates like your, your parched soul. You're thirsty. And the Kodesh Baruch gives you, basically fulfills your, your thirst. But then there's another way that Rabbi Nachman uses this a few times in the Kutimaran. Tzach is, is, a, is like a lushan of like light, like pure light. The Kaddish Baruch satiates with, with, with this high-level ore, which is referring to, Rabbi Nachman says, a light that's higher than the spheres. Something very, very sublime. It's, it's referring to Madrigas of Kesser, very high places. <clears throat> Nimsa, let's keep reading. Sheat tzadik ha-godol ha-miti <coughs> you see what he's referring to over here. Then the tzaddik hagodol, the tzaddik emes, is zochet to this parnasa, money, and eating and food. He reaches the place of orus atzachtzachos, these very high level lights, which is the fulfillment of his gaguim. It's that devekis that he was looking for. Because he reaches that place, that pure light, it breaks all barriers between him and Kodesh Baruch He reached the place of Tveikas. There's nothing stopping us, him. Therefore the Tzadik is close to Kodesh Baruch like he wanted. Nimsa we find, So we find how great is the delight that this person who gave money to the Tzadik caused. 
because you gave money to the tzaddik, not only did the tzaddik fulfill his tainug, his devekas, you also fulfilled the Kaddish Baruch Hu's devekas, as tainug. Because Kaddish Baruch Hu has a tainug that his son, the tzaddik, or us, when we want to connect to him, we're called the son who's a tzaddik. When we connect to a Kaddish Baruch Hu in that way, he gives a Kaddish Baruch Hu a delight. Right? It's not just about us connecting to him. He wants to connect to us. Now, it's dependent on us. So this person, this this guy who has money, gives it to this tzaddik, and look what he created. A tainig to a Kaddish Baruch and to a tzaddik. Because in this way he was able to bring a tzaddik to a Kaddish Baruch. This is the, this is the sikha. Any questions on the sikha? Yeah. Yeah, I have a question. So the, the, the ish. I don't. By the way, I don't have any answer. So everybody, please pay attention. Yeah. So does he get? Does he get the tiny because he knows he lifts up the tzaddik, or is he just get it from? from... He didn't say. That, he didn't say that the, the, the ish gets a tiny. He caused a tiny. The kama tiny gorim zayish. I'm not saying he doesn't receive a tiny, but. In this story, we're saying that this ish, this man, is c- the cause of the delight for this, for the tzaddik and for Kodesh Baruch. Okay. You, you, want, you want to be that cause. You want to be that guy. hope so. I mean, you want to be the tzaddik also, but yeah. if not the tzaddik, at least be the guy who provides for the tzaddik. <clears throat> I'm sure there's a lot to say over here. Again, the Eitzah is, the Eitzah we have. None can talk about it. Give money to a tzaddikamis. There's an inning like that to give money to tzaddikim. There's an inning like that. There's an inning of iskashas tzaddikim. We've discussed. We just discussed last week. Right? To be makasha yourself to a tzaddik so that in olam haba, right? If you have no clothing, you have no garments, you could have a garment. Remember that's you. Remember that? So one of the ways you makasha yourself to a tzaddik, of course, is learning his Torahs, listening to his drushes, speaking with him. Another way is to, pro- is pro- is to provide money for the tzaddik. And even if it's not providing for the Masadik when he's alive, I don't know if anybody remembers this. Maybe you're around. We, we said a shir, the Kutimaran, years ago, downstairs in the basement. Remember in the social hall for a little bit? Long time ago. And we discussed this concept of his kasha sadikim. And I think it was one of the Mafarshay Kutimaran, I think Parpar Chachma maybe. What about looking at Very good. We were talking about looking at the Tzadik, Rabbi Nachman quotes a few things. But what happens if the Tzadik's not alive? Rabbi Nachman's not alive. Kedusha Levi is not alive. Basham is not alive. If you give him... Vidoy? Okay. When, when a, one, of the, one of the ways is that if a person provides for svarim, of printing their svarim, then you're also... That's also that money is again, it brings you to a hiskashas to the tzaddik. Right? The tzaddik gains. Right? A, 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 a parent. Right? There's a way that you can give a parent on Elias and Hashama. When you do mitzvahs down here, if you do mitzvahs down here, and it's because your parent taught you, or you give money to a tzedakah in their name, or you do some make a siyam in their name, they actually have an aliyah in their neshama, right? They can't do anything upstairs. But down here, we could still cause for them. So when a person is providing money for the tzaddik, even when they're passed away, for their svarim, or whatever it is to help the Torah of the tzaddik go on, you're actually giving the tzaddik Vaiter Elias Neshama, Vaiter Dveikas, Vaiter Kirva. Right? Which is in turn causing uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu also to have a tainik. 
Because then now also more people down here are, are be able to connect to Kodesh Baruch. Okay. I'm sure there's more to say. But there's, there's, there's an interesting... What, what mice... It's not exact. That's why it's hard. What mice... Did, did, did this remind anybody of a mice in Tanakh? This Marshall? Ace of Yitzchak. Interesting. Interesting. Ace of Yitzchak. Okay, but that, that's only the end. That's only the, the second part. What, what's the first part? I think it's Pasha, no? Yosef and Yosef and Yaakov, a bed and a father reuniting. Now the the big difference is is that neither Yosef the son. And yeah, Yaakov, there was no, there was no person who had a wagon, who had money. But there was one thing that happened in that Misa. What happened when they met? Yaakov Inu says Shema, Shema Yisrael. So what do we do with that? It's interesting because Shema is the same. Shema Yisrael, Shema Kinnah, Shema Chad, Vahavta, Shema Kecha, B'Cholu Vavcha, B'Chol Navshcha, B'Chol Mudecha. Huh? So let's let's build up to that for a minute. The chol nafshecha to give up your life. Right, Rabbi Kiva died. About the like Bomer, a lot about Rabbi Kiva, of course. Shreichem Yisrael, Rabbi Kiva died. The chol nafshecha. He's most nefesh. He he reached the height height of Vegas. Shmuel Yisrael mamash at the place. So the inner Shema has is is a, is teaching us Shema Vahafta how. Does a person connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu in Vegas? Because Vahav, what's Vahavta? Vahavta is you love Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu loves you, and there's a Vegas. Echad. Shema Yisrael Shem Alkin Hashem Echad. Vahavta. Habocher Ba'amo Yisrael Biahava. Kaddish Baruch Hu loves his nation Biahava. We then say back Shema Yisrael Shem Alkin Hashem Echad, and then Moshe Rabbeinu says, and you want how you want how do you do that? How do you connect Kaddish Baruch Hu's love to you and your love to him? He's one. Give up your life. Right? This tzaddik was on his way to giving, almost giving up his life. He, he, was, he wasn't sure. Should I give up my life, mamish? Or should I serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu with tzitzis and tefillin and all the other things? Right? Because he would have kept going towards a Kaddish Baruch Hu versus the He would have died. He says, I, I don't know if that's Kedai. By Rabbi Akiva, they were killing him. So he was ready to die al Hashem. But for a person to go proactively to give up his life, maybe Bechol here. So what happened? That there was the, this Ish came and provided money, Bechol Me'odecha, with your money, which allowed the Tzaddik to eat which was in a certain way a higher level of Oras Hashem than Tefillin because of this concept of eating the Nitzotos, connecting to a Kodesh Baruch Hu in this deeper way. Tzachtachos or, we don't know because you, we're, unfortunately we're not Tzadikim yet, so we don't know how they eat and what that means. But through the Bechom Odecha, which is serve a Kodesh Baruch with your money, with your stuff, Tzadikim don't always have money. Sometimes they don't have money to buy food. When this Ish provided for them they were able to connect to Kaddish Baruch on a level of Nav without dying. 
Now, do we fully understand this? No. Because unless you're a tzaddik, it's hard to um, experience what, what does that mean. But in a certain way, that's what's going on over here. Right? He was able to provide for them in the level of Right, you don't actually have to die Al Kiddush Hashem to be at that madrego of Bechal Nafshech. That's not... That, that is the, that's the, the highest in a certain way to be ready to give up your life, Rabbi Akiva. But there's a way to give up or to connect to Kaddish on a soul level. Not through boxes. Not even through Torah. That's very high levels and we should. But there is a way through, our, through sh- almost straighter levels of dveikus, when a person eats the sova nafsho and he feels satiated in a very deeply physical but spiritual way, he's able to connect to Kaddish Baruch in that way of dveikus, in that way of his bodiness, in the way of his bodiness. Because let's say you have a person who's hungry. It's very difficult to do any act of his bodiness or his bodiness. Just kipshuto. Right? He's thinking about his food. His belly's rumbling. Tzadik's not eating to satiate his goof, he's eating to satiate his nefesh, that he's able to just put the, put the goof down for a second so then he can really satiate his nefesh. Something else to think about, I don't know. And the thought was triggered, the thought was triggered because there's a sefer that came out, I think BRI put it out, an English version of Sicha Saran from Ari Tzvi Rosenfeld. Ari Tzvi? Tzvi Ari Rosenfeld? Tzvi Ari? Remember. He was, that's Yossi's, that's Yossi's grandfather. The, um, he was the one who brought Brasov to America. That's Rabbi, Rabbi Kramer's father-in-law. Kramer's father-in-law. He was a big Brasov. I don't know if he was born in Brasov. I'm not sure his whole history. There's a biography. My son read the whole thing. I should ask him. Um, but they put out his parish. And he gave Shirim, many, many Shirim. So they put, I think, two volumes out. I had the first one. So I quickly looked at it. What does he say over here? So he started talking about Yaakov and, and Yosef and Shema. I didn't get to read the whole thing. I don't think he said... All this, I don't want to put that on him. But, um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's go. Let's go with Chafei. We have a few minutes. Chafei. In the meaning of thoughts of the, in the mind. It's a wonder. If you think about it. There's a greatness of a Kaddish Baruch in the way we think. How it is that the thoughts that are in our head, right? Everything that we know, that we have gone through in life, that we've learned, that we've experienced, all of these are thoughts in our head. They're in bundles and bundles and they're stacked on top of each other. Just imagine going into a room with like a thousand, what are they called? File cabinets. And not just one level file cameras, levels upon levels upon levels, and all the drawers and there's papers and papers and papers. Imagine you could put out on your brain. Imagine it's possible; it's not shaykh, but to write out all that you know, all that you've experienced, all that you've learned. It would be a lot. Even just write about your memories. Well, you know, two years ago, you know, the dog bit me, and yesterday I had for breakfast, and two days ago I had for breakfast. I mean, endless. How much a person would be able to write. And it's all in the mind. When a person needs something, he needs to remember something, and he walks into the big storage room and there's a thousand file cabinets. He pulls it out of the file cabinet in his brain. 
right? Sometimes a little bit harder. You have to do a little bit searching. But you pull it out of some file somewhere. Especially when you remember something from a long time ago. And it's like, how did I remember that? Like a pillow. It's a wonder. Vadavar Pele says, it's a wonder. Where was that file? In the storage room with the physical files. You see them. In your brain, where is that? Think about it. Think about thinking. Have you ever done this before? It's wild. In a quiet time, when your phone's not with you, when you're, little, you're not hungry, right? You're a little satiated. Think about thinking. Think about when you're thinking about something and it just drops into your head. Where did that come from? Or when you're trying to think of a, a person's phone number, it just pops in your head. Where did that come from? We call it memory. Very nice. But think about that. Where is that? It's ingrained. It's a, yeah. Where? It makes, in my brain? Is it really a one and a zero? Every experience is like a railroad track. There's rails. And it's how many rails you could build. But is it physically in your brain? Is that thought physically in your brain? Like, is that railroad track? The, 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 <clears throat> It's a soft matter, but it's how many rails we build. But where are the rails being held? The, the cloud. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. Which cloud? Out there somewhere. So it's how many rails since the day you were born. And it starts with the nurturing of the child. And that's what makes everybody different because everybody has a different nurturing. 100%. So that's, that's what builds the rails. It's how many lines, that it, like a computer. How many, uh, what is it, megabytes in a computer? Uh, that, makes, that makes the strength Terabytes. of the computer. So some computers are stronger than others. So here, so, and so here we're talking about memory, which is interesting. Not, not RAM, if you're a computer person. I'm talking about like the, the, the data, what's it called? The gigabytes, not RAM. Storage. Storage. Even on a computer, it's interesting. Like, you have these chips. You've ever opened up a computer? You see? You ever see the, a motherboard? Yeah. It's a pillow. Now, our brains, right? HaKadosh Baruch is allowing nowadays all the technology. You could either just use it, or it could use you. That's for a different schmooze. It's also a muscle to what's going on in our, in, in, in our brains. A computer is, is a brain. And then you have like these chips and these dings and these dings and ding ding dong and like these little circles. You ever see one? Little black circles. And, and somehow, billions of information is somehow in there. It's all stuck in that place. If you take that motherboard somewhere else, I think, you'd be able to pull it up on your screen. Where, where is it? All right, now you're getting into the newest thing this past month is the artificial intelligence. But It could write a song. Where does he get it from? You see that there's something going on, and the Kurds was allowing us to see it now on the outside of us, and we're really supposed to think about ourselves. And we have this in our brain. This was before the computers. A computer is really mimicking God's brain that He gave us. But look at the writings. Uh, look at the writings of the Briskarov. Look at the writings of the Zohar. And they had no computers, and they had no typewriters. And the, so right, it was coming from a different. It was coming from a different place. Asher Yotzer, we says every single day, multiple times a day. I have to go to the bathroom. Asher Yotzer, Esa Adam, Chachma. Kadosh will create a man with Chachma. Not just we have wisdom. Our entire system 
is of a place called Chachma. It's just so, it's unfathomable, the wisdom that God created with us. So we have to... Mentioned this here before about Arthur Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him because you watch him play the piano. I mean, how does the man's fingers move? I said, What do you? I said, Do you think about it? No, I but asked that's. Him then he you're says, talking. Why thought about how the fingers <clears throat> would slow him down? He says, I would never be able to play. The right. Piano. If I was trying to think of a memory and I would think about thinking about the memory, I would never get it. Right. But we just it just comes. But to think about that process, to step back and Arthur Rubenstein, whoever this man is, you keep quoting him. But if he would, if he would think about, if he would think about, not think about the playing, but if he would think about how did it come to be that my brain, my my body can move in a certain way without me thinking, and I could be thinking about something totally different. It's a pillow. These things are a pillow. Let's keep going. And these filing cabinets, these bundles of information all have symbols, all have ways of associating with them. And when you remember something because you were triggered, right? You go outside and you see the color yellow. And immediately you think, I used to have a yellow ducky that I loved. Where did that come from? You saw yellow outside and it reminded you of a ducky you had when you were three years old. These things happen. It's like laughable. Where did that come from? It's It got triggered from this simon, this color, whatever it is. As I boom, it pulls out the following cabinet in your brain. From the thousands upon thousands and millions and billions of bytes of data of memories in your brain, it just pops out. Think about that. That's what Rabbi Nachman saying. Think about that. And then when you pull out one file, a lot of other files start to reorganize themselves in your brain and they go to different places based on however that works. Like we see in Gashmias. If you pull out a file from the bottom, all the other files fall down. And they reorganize. And then you have to put that file maybe back on top. So sometimes it happens to their brain also. Then a person, everything in his mind, sometimes a certain thought comes out and everything else has to be reorganized and restructured in your brain. Menachem is saying we have to take the time. Take time once in a while. Think about the amazing aspects of that, that we were created with. Now you'll, you'll hear sometimes, oh, do you, you know that your eyes have like a billion, you know, uh, what is, what's the word? To see the colors. Receptors. Receptors, whatever. Your eyes have a billion receptors. Wow, amazing how God created me. But I don't see those receptors. Okay, I, I, I believe it. But thinking? You could think about thinking. It's hard for me to think about how my, the blood is flowing through the system, and if my blood would stop for one second, I would die. It's true. But I can't, I can't really believe that. I can't see that. But thinking? We all think all the time. How did that happen? How did that thought come to my head? How was I triggered? Where was that thought until now? And then to remember, this is all Asher Yatzer, Asher Adam Chacham, HaKadosh Baruch created this. That's it. Once in a while, to think with it, to expand your consciousness, expand your mind, by thinking about the awesomeness of how HaKadosh Baruch created us. That's what Rabbi Nachman is saying. Think about that. I wish you